1: I'm Steve.
0: And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 6 of season 5 of Killjoys. Woohoo! Yeah! Okay, we are so far into the season, and it's like, no, it, that means it's almost over. Right. And I know I probably say that every episode is like one step closer to so the it's... end. Yes. I don't know, I feel like the end better be like three hours long. <laughs> Somehow I don't think we're getting that, but... No. It would
1: be nice, but i yeah, (laughs) not thinking sci-fi is going to spring for that kind of a budget for the (laughs) series finale. Oh,
0: well. All right. Well, why don't you hit us with some ratings news?
1: All right. Episode 5 brought in a 0.04 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.294 million viewers, making it the 131st overall cable show for the day. Episode six brought in a zero point zero six in adults eighteen to forty nine, with point three five three million viewers, making it the one hundredth cable show for the day. Unfortunately, the live plus sevens for episodes three and four did not make the top twenty five.
0: Oh, more more. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I think at this point, people are like, "Well, we're not getting any more, so I'll watch it when I watch it." Right. Which that's sad.
1: Yeah. Or wait till it's over and then binge it in a weekend.
0: You know what? So many people have been spoiled with that. Yep. A lot of people hate waiting now. i certainly like, do. Oh my gosh, do. it's not that hard. <laughs> no. Now some shows it is. I'll tell you, I'm doing a podcast with one of our other co-hosts where I'm watching episode by episode and I'm watching it the day before we record. So that's a little rough. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I need the next episode. But Relax. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we dive into this episode? All right. The three mutineers. Dutch is caught off guard when she is confronted with a surprise hostage situation, and she must brainstorm over a new plan with Davin and John.
0: Yeah. There were there were some surprises. I'll say yes. that. All right. Where shall we begin? Because there is a lot
1: more surprises
0: than I thought.
1: Yes. Well, let's start with Team Anila. While traipsing through the forest, Delsea and Anila kiss and realize something about the other. Delsaia is human, and Anila is still Holland.
0: That was surprise number one.
1: Yes. And I loved how Delsaia was getting fed up with being bossed around by Anila. Anila telling her to carry Jack's backpack. Oh, right. (laughs) she starts throwing...
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh! I thought it, she was gonna like get into a full-on fight, like hair pulling, yeah, nail gouging. Okay. I mean, you okay, may have been a uh, queen, but that's not above her.
1: No, but she's still a bad bitch. <laughs> so as Say and Jack had decided to go save Dav, they find an outpost and look for passage off the planet. Now, of course, this is going to take money, and Jack mentions that. Good old Uncle Johnny taught him a few things. (laughs) That's good? Maybe? Maybe. Question
0: mark.
1: (laughs) Well, and this doesn't go as well because Anila mentions passage for two, yet there are three of them. And when Delsaia questions her, it seems that they sure aren't on the same page. Oh, no, they weren't. And to make matters worse, then the people who lost to Jack's gambling come up wanting their money back because he cheated.
0: But did he? Or was he just
1: reading them? I don't know. Yeah, we didn't get to see that. That probably was a scene that ended up on the cutting floor. But Anila quickly puts them in their place, which is just a little bit scary.
0: Yeah, because it was pretty quick. Especially when Delcea's, damn human. Okay, yeah. She forgets.
1: Yeah. Put my boot so far up your ass, you'll taste my ancestors' (laughs) leather. (laughs) Whoa. It's
0: like, okay, girl, bring it down a notch, man.
1: Yeah. And finally, Del and Anila decide to keep Jack safe from the lady. So they escort him back to the cube where he will remain until Anila feels confident she can beat the lady.
0: Yeah. I was like, wait a second. I understand. What she's doing, because the lady can't get in there, theoretically. Right. But what if, Not a
1: good idea to leave him by himself. Right. No. I, no. First of <laughs> all, he would be up to something.
0: But second, yeah. what if you and Dutch both don't make it? Nobody's getting him out.
1: That's right.
0: They better have a whole bunch of swabs for, uh, for Jack, just in case.
1: Yeah. That should be the first thing they tell Dutch when they meet up.
0: Come here, I need a swabby. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So we, that's not weird, but...
1: Yeah. So we check in on Team Awesome Force, and after Sparlow and Corin mutiny, the Supermax and the inmates take over the institution, Johnny and the Warden successfully play dead to avoid being made actually dead, and are forced to pair up for their own protection.
0: Okay, I'll be honest. When I first seen that, I gasped. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. what, what happened? <laughs> no. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. No. I was like, man, my heart was just like. Da-da-da-da. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fortunately, they didn't show that scene and then cut to.
0: Oh my God. That would have been horrible. Right. <laughs> I think the internet would have blown up.
1: Yes. Indeed. It would have, especially our group.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now the other two killjoys joys are escorted to the de facto HQ where Sparlow and Corrin are butting heads. Yeah, I don't like them either.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They're like, both of them together, first of all, is a bad idea.
1: Yeah. Of course, Corrin wants to ransom the last surviving Qureshi nobles back to their family while Sparlow wants to just get the hello out of there.
0: Yeah. I get, weirdly, that Corrin's like, well, we need money. Right. Okay, but the Krushy aren't going to just be like, hey, yeah, I'll just pay for my family. Because most of them are always fighting each other anyway.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) Obviously, he doesn't know this.
1: No, and the two plans are seemingly irreconcilable, so guns are drawn. Boy,
0: that's going to be the answer to everything, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. So Dutch intervenes and basically agrees that they're going to need money to provide for their mutineers when they wake up, but cautions Corinne against optimistically inviting the Qureshi to parlay on the ship.
0: Yeah. See, she's dealt with them before. You've just been crazy.
1: Right. And she suggests that they use her as their cover warden, and she can make up a story about how she only lost control of one section of the ship, and is waiting for the Qureshies to negotiate the hostage deal. Dutch certainly has the gift of gab as far as this plan seems to be coming together.
0: Assuming everything was going to work, which...
1: Right, which yeah. <laughs> we know none of their plans have worked so far. Exactly. Yeah. Now we s- later on see Dutch dressed as the warden and is being supervised by Sparlow in the warden's office. And she uses this opportunity to turn Sparlow against Corin and peel away at their provisional partnership.
0: I honestly don't feel like that partnership was real. It was more of a convenience anyway.
1: Oh, absolutely. Dutch is doing anything she can to try to get just a slight advantage anywhere. Right. And, of course, once she gets him on her side, she makes the call to the Creshies. Unfortunately, partnership lasts about a hot minute because when they <laughs> go back to talk to Corin, he kills Sparlo, ridding himself of what he considers dead weight.
0: That's just perfect.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you go, wonder what else is going to go wrong.
0: Right? Okay, it's going pear-shaped from the go. Great. Yeah. So
1: Dab escorts the other Qureshi and a guard to where the Qureshi noblewoman has been hiding out. Now, of <laughs> course, that was a nice bit of movement from Dab, convincing them that he could find them because he's got the little toy she gave him.
0: I thought it was funny, though, when when they get there. and She's like, really? really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you brought him to me? <laughs> I'm going to have to kill him myself.
0: Right. But they're taking all three. Into custody. It's like, oh, well, at least we have Dav with the crushy. Right. Because that should help a little bit with, I'm sure, some kind of plan that our team has, right?
1: (laughs) Well, I think they're uh, shooting from the hip right about now.
0: (laughs) You know, there was a big question mark after that, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we just got to keep our fingers crossed that Johnny can do something.
0: Come on, Johnny.
1: Yeah. So, the crushy emissaries show up and greet who they believe is the warden.
0: But she's in she, fact, Dutch.
1: <laughs> yes. She tells them about the takeover and that the hostage takers want one million joy in exchange. And you think, this just is not going to end well. Right. You figure it's- they'll be squabbling. Right. And That's- the leader of this group, Captain Pike, oh, no problem. Which I wonder, me, too, if
0: that was kind of a nod to Star Trek.
1: Yeah. And goes, says, hey, let me go make a call. Shouldn't be a problem.
0: Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah, hold on
1: a minute here. Hold on. Something's not right. Right. It's just too easy. And yeah, because it was. Because while Dutch and the Koresh, she were parlaying, a rear guard was planning a bomb on the ship.
0: Yeah, the hell is with that?
1: Yeah. Oh, the Qureshi's plan was just to kill them all. Sounds like a Qureshi.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then they don't have to worry about anything.
1: Right. have seen Del Sea do pretty much the same thing. So, but fortunately, Johnny and the warden come across this fusion bomb and are actually able to deactivate it just in the nick of time. What? Yeah. That was pretty slick.
0: Right. It's like, but how? <laughs> it, i was so johnny magic like yeah i'm like wait a second what what
1: yeah and then under johnny's direction noosey takes control of the ship and notifies dutch that the koreshi who have just returned are not here to pay but plant bombs around the ship and dutch's face when she heard noosey talking to her was just perfect right it's like <laughs> what like, Am I hearing oh,
0: things? Oh, yeah, do not worry
1: about that. <laughs> so, of course, this doesn't go well with Corrin, and a firefight commences. Things get discombobulated, and Dutch takes a chance to upsurp Corrin. She grapples with him when his second-in-command comes up and surprisingly finishes the job.
0: Right. I was like, oh, crap. He's He's aiming for Dutch, and then when it was just suddenly... He didn't deserve that when he is talking yeah. about um
1: Sparlo. Sparlow.
0: And I'm like, oh whoa, okay. That I wasn't expecting that at all.
1: No. <laughs> so of course, because Johnny has installed Noosey in the mainframe to take control of the ship, he also has her send a message to Zeph, who receives a transmission from Johnny with his and the other Killjoys' location, so at least they know where the gang is. Now, of course, when Pri and Zef get the part about the Koresh he's trying to blow up the ship with them on it, Klein, who has, of course, been listening in to Pri's little tablet that he made Garber swap out, and he's not going to take any chances and deletes the entire file off the lady's ship.
0: I was surprised. I really was.
1: Yes. Well, of course, the warden heads to disable the bombs, and Johnny and Dutch head to rescue Dav and the hostages. Oh, the nobles That's
0: right. I'm like, wait, who's Dav got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> now, of course, Dav is preparing them to defend themselves against the security forces. And fortunately for them, they don't need to fight as Johnny and Dutch vanquish the assailants before they breach the room. And it's on to the next set of bad guys.
0: Here we go.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's like more and more and more and more and more Uh. more. So while they have a moment to breathe, Johnny comes clean to Dutch. He's been feeling weird. Not about their relationship, but about the kind of lifestyle he had when he was under the influence of the brainwashing showers. He wants the adventure without all the killing and near-dying and stuff.
0: I was getting a little choked up because I'm like, he's saying goodbye.
1: It sure sounded that way to me. And it apparently sounded that way to Dutch because she goes, "Mm, not so fast. You're not just going to leave us. You're going to take a year off of being a killjoy when we get out of this mess. And then we'll discuss it.
0: It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm still leery, like, but I feel like Johnny and the Warden have like a weird vibe going right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. I do too. So
0: I'm kind of like, I don't know how I feel with everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, well... Potter was a doctor, the warden is a psychiatrist, so if nothing yeah, else, they, Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I have a feeling he does. So we check in on the goings on with Team Lady, and we see Klein exploiting the recently awakens Garrett's devotion to Pre against him. Ask him to that with finding Pre before the lady gets to him first and kills him. Of course, Klein is acting on the lady's behalf to locate Pre so she can punish him for destroying part of her fleet as well as the Killjoys. So at this point in time you don't know really which side Klein is on.
0: I'm still up in the air. Because Oh it's it, still, yes. Yeah, it, it makes me feel like, okay, he's really doing this for the lady. What the hell?
1: Right. And Garrett and Pree meet up for some afternoon delight after which Garrett swaps out Prey's rack handheld for his own. And you go, don't do it, Garrett. I was
0: like, is he doing it? Is he not? I was still like, I feel like Garrett's not going to. Right. But, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we see what he did already, so.
1: Right. So, of course, meanwhile, in Westerly, Zeph has managed, with Prey's help, to uh, capture Fancy Lee. And this was hilarious as she decides to try a little something different on Fancy Lee, which basically wipes out all his memories. He doesn't know who he is or where he is or anything. Yeah.
0: I'm like, okay, I don't think we perfected that yet.
1: Seth. No, <laughs> we need more. We need to fix it. Cause I think we're going to need Fancy before this is over with. And of course she's debriefing pre and, Fancy's just kind of sitting there in la-la land, just listening, and none of it's making any kind of sense to him. And of course, she doesn't realize that Pri's handheld device is acting as a one-way transmitter to Klein, making him privy to her discoveries. This might not be very good.
0: No, because we don't know who's listening.
1: Right. Of course, when Klein finds out that the killjoys are in danger, she wants he wants to intercede to save Dutch. But the lady takes issue with this.
0: Oh, oh, really?
1: Yeah. I'm and so he tries surprised. To, yeah, he tries to convince her it's necessary. Yet, when they see a transport vessel presumably holding the killjoys blow up, he becomes distraught. That was a jaw dropper. Yeah. But it was, you know, we knew it was coming because, of course, Johnny goes, yeah, well, this is what we need to do. Right.
0: But it was like, what? What happened? Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Johnny just merely deployed the cloaking device around the prison ship while the transport vessel was exploding to make it seem like they blew up so they could evade the lady. And back on Westerly, Pre and Fancy League get ambushed by Rack Agents, sicked on them by the lady.
0: Not just Rack so- Agents.
1: No, her super guards it's like
0: the death squad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's just their outfits. They ain't that tough. They ain't who.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that it was like crazy up and down. It's like what's happening? Okay, I don't know. There's a lot yeah. happening.
1: And the end, the warden tells the guard prisoners that if it wasn't for the killjoys, they'd all be dead, and they get a standing ovation. So do we have? A mini army on our hands. Don't know.
0: No, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not taking guesses at this just yet.
1: Yeah, not counting on anything,
0: right? (laughs) All right. Well, you know what we thought. Have we gotten any other thoughts on this one?
1: Oh, we absolutely have. Our friend Fred from the Netherlands has once again graced us with his feedback. So let's take a
2: listen. Hello Steve and John, this is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Killjoys Season 5, Episode 6. Oh gee, already more than halfway Season 5. And we are still in the damn prison. Several people gave comments on other podcasts and on the internet that it just takes too long in this prison. And we don't get a story as we used to in Killjoys. And you could wonder if this is a little bit due to the fact that season 4 and 5 are filmed just in a row and that the writers of Killjoys had less time to chew on the next season. On the other hand we may be very lucky and happy that there is a fifth season because it's nice and it's much better than a terrible cliffhanger after season 4 and no season 5 and we get a closure now. But still, the feel—not the looks—but the feel of this season is is a little different. The storyline with Jack and Alcea and Anila went on a little further, so there something happened. That's very human of you. Oh, wow! If you have something to say, say it, Mom. Which, Which one? The whole thing in the prison was entertaining and on its own good, but three episodes in a row in the prison is perhaps a little bit too much although it did resolve the awkwardness between Johnny and Dutch and that was a very good part of it. On the other hand I'm happy that the extra time in the prison gave us another episode with Rachel and Cheryl, the warden, Renika and she played quite a big role in this episode so that was nice. Well hello there. You have a cloaking broadcaster, an honest-to-trees cloaking broadcaster? That is so, so cool, and illegal. Also cool.
0: Yeah, I came with the Herx. She was a smuggler's freighter back in the day, but the engines are such energy hogs, I had to decomb everything just to keep her airborne.
1: Ever took you for a gear junkie?
2: I wasn't until I came on the Herx. And warden is not my first job. Oh, yeah? What were you? Ah, uh, let me guess. Uh, you clearly like authority, yelling, uniforms. Gym teacher?
0: psychiatrist
2: hmm. I wasn't expecting that I wonder if she will stay around or will go with the Killjoys being educated as a psychologist well she could uh, be a kind of Killjoys Diana Troy. okay that's all for this time greets till next time Fred from the Netherlands <sighs> yeah that's nice work nice work Killjoy please Johnny to my friends
1: also Mr. Amazing Man's works Wow, that's really interesting that some of the other podcasts that you're listening to on Killjoys are saying that the show's taking too much time on the prison.
0: I, I think, actually kind of was, was starting to feel like that. It's like, we're, are we basically ending on the prison? Like, they're not ever going to leave. Right. So, I'm not surprised that he, Fred feels this way, but I am surprised other podcasts are actually saying that.
1: <laughs> Well, I think it's given our characters, some time to adjust from the past fake reality that they've been living in and kind of get their legs back under them. Uh, You know, we see Johnny basically saying, I want out, and they aren't quite back to their, uh, shall we say, their very killjoy best yet.
0: No, especially when Johnny admits that he's had a lot of feelings and basically anxiety happening, so
1: so I get it. Yeah, so they can't take on the lady unless they're 120%, and they aren't there yet. So now I am hoping that the warden and Calvert do play a role in the upcoming fight with the lady. And could there possibly be something about to start with Johnny and the warden? Hmm. Getting
0: a weird feel there.
1: Yeah, me too. He seems to be very impressed by her skills, shall we say. <laughs> Helping him disarm that bomb was impressive. And being a psychiatrist was impressive to him. So, and she let him upload Noosey. So, hey.
0: And apparently Nick agrees.
1: Yeah, apparently. <laughs> the pod dog has spoken. <laughs> well, once again, Fred, we really do appreciate your feedback and look forward to hearing from you again.
0: Thanks, Fred. All right. So, you know how we feel. You know how Fred feels. We want to know how you feel. Shoot us an email sci-fi-talk, at sci-fi talk at com. That's S-Y-F-Y talk. And let us know your thoughts. Or you can send us, just like Fred does, a little voice clip. However you want to do it. You can also go over to our website, com And go to our contacts page. And there's all the ways you can contact us there. Email, Twitter, and Facebook, and everything. Everything. And we will... Let everybody know what you think, too. So, if you can, in all of your travelings on the interwebs, rate and review us on iTunes as well and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about the show because it's awesome, but if they're waiting to binge the whole thing in a weekend, the whole series, that's a lot of couch time, but (laughs) tell them to pop over the podcast then after. For this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fandolas.
1: And I'm Steve. I guess we better hurry up and save the universe together. Tick tock.
0: And until next
1: time.